in this room anywhere else. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. And it feel like a Monday. You know how you wake up and like all your joints be a little stiff. And then it's like dreary outside. It's dreary. Oh, my God, man. New York just said F spring, huh? Yeah, but I know we nationally syndicated, but we ain't got a lick of spring. Nah, we had a little for a little bit. It felt like a little summer, uh, summer springish vibe, and it's just gone. I'm talking to my mom this week, and I'm like, yeah, it's like 55 degrees. She's like, oh, it's 90 here in South Carolina. Wow, 90 Damn already? Damn it, man. Yep. It's supposed to be 80 all weekend after this little nasty day today, so. We'll see. Hopefully it stays. And again, hopefully everybody had a great Mother's Day. I know I did. Moms came over to the house. I actually did a majority of the cooking, and we had a great What'd time. What'd you make? Um, I had, we made chicken, I made mushrooms, I made string beans, broccoli, I made scall- uh, scallops, and what else did I make? And macaroni and cheese. Oh, look at you. Yeah, so we had a great, 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 great dinner. I mean, Gia helped me season and all that, but I was the one that put I it in like and took Gia it out. I feel actually made it. She didn't make it. I actually put it in and, and took it you, out. So you put it in the oven, so therefore I put it in the oven. you did the cooking? And I sauteed it, so I did that. She seasoned and all that stuff, but I'm the one that actually cooked it. So, oh, I definitely ordered dinner last night. You better than me. Okay. What'd you order from? What'd you order from? This spot in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, called, I don't want to say what it's called, but it's a steakhouse in Jersey. Mm-hmm. I made breakfast, though. I did get up and make breakfast and uh, had breakfast in bed for my wife. No, oh. me and my daughter got up and did that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do nothing for my mom because we grew up Jehovah Witness. Oh, so see you foul. On Mother's Day, we need to keep that same you had energy. Same energy. That same energy you we had growing foul. up as Jehovah's Witnesses. Okay, we don't celebrate holidays, Mom. I right, keep that same energy you on Mother's are. Day. Foul. What All about right. you, Yee? I took my mom out on Friday because she actually had to work yesterday. Mm-hmm. So we went out Friday. We went out to eat. I gave her her present, mm-hmm. and that was it. Okay, I had a great weekend. All right, well. Tammy Rivera will be joining us this morning. Of course, she was from... Uh, she's not on Love & Hip Hop no more, right? No, they're not on anymore. And she was I on think Love they're getting their own show. Okay, and of course, that's Waka Flocka's wife, so we'll be kicking with her a little bit later. And what else we got in front page? What are we talking about? Oh, well, we are going to be talking about... This story is going to make you mad. So, imagine if you're just having a barbecue and somebody calls the police on you. It's a black family. A white woman calls the police. And then when the police come, she acts like she's the one being harassed. What? All right, well, we'll talk about it next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV Angela okay, Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. Now, NBA recap. The Celtics beat the Cavs uh, yesterday, 108-83. Blew them out yesterday. Yeah, man. Drop one of the clues bombs for Boston. Highly impressed by Boston, especially being that they don't have Kyrie Irving yeah. or Gordon Hayward. And they got a lottery pick this year, I believe. And they got cap room. Boston mm-hmm. going to be a beast for a few years. LeBron only had, I believe, 15 to 18 points. He didn't score that much. So we'll see what happens in game two. Now, let's talk about uh, this woman that called the police on a, ba- a black family barbecuing. Yes, this happened in Oakland, California last month. A white woman called the police on a black family. Now, she was pretty much uh, hanging around them and harassing them. She had a nasty look on her face the whole time. And fortunately, a witness named Michelle Snyder 
actually filmed everything. Now, she said that she could tell something was going on, and she said it was just uh, the reasons why she said she stayed to observe the situation. She wasn't part of the people who were barbecuing. She said, one, the man that was barbecuing on sale was alone. Two, this white woman was being aggressive with him. And three, I felt that if the police came, the facts could be misconstrued. So she said she does feel that the woman unfairly targeted them. Was it, it was a public park? Yes, yeah, a public park. Mm-hmm. And so what her reason was for calling the police was she was saying they were using a charcoal grill instead of a non-charcoal grill in an area that was not designated for charcoal grills. Now, here's what happened. I hear you have a problem with these gentlemen having a barbecue here at the lake. What's going on? Uh, it's illegal to have a charcoal grill in the park here. No, it's not, actually. I just yeah, looked at the it map. Is. It says this is a designated barbecue area. No, it, if you, it, not for a charcoal grill. No charcoal grills are allowed. Do you want to see it? it you must not have looked up. What kind of like, grill are you not allowed, and why are you so bent out of shape over them being Because it, it causes extra money. Well, first of oh, all, uh, I love when uh, white people use their privilege to combat prejudice. So salute to that young lady. And um, that human jar of helmets that was out there calling the police on those black people, she just wanted a slab of ribs. That's all. Them ribs smelled so good. Look at her face. Look how well, fresh she Well, I'm glad she, that Michelle mm-hmm. Snyder stayed as a witness because she was hungry. when the police came, here is how the woman then reacted. Can I have my card back? Can I have my card back? I'm being harassed. Okay. Can you back I off? I would like her, uh, her to see <laughs> yes. the card that she's <laughs> And you back off? So now she was crying. So the woman started crying when the police came here. and saying that they were harassing her when indeed she was the one that was standing there harassing them. I tell you, though, nothing more terrifying than white woman's tears, boy. White women start crying. Nine times out of ten, a black man going to jail for something he didn't do. My goodness. So what happened? They didn't charge the, the people Well, nobody got them. issued any citations, oh, but fortunately all this was caught on video. And this could have went terribly wrong. Imagine the police came and this woman's crying and saying they were harassing her. Somebody could have gotten arrested. This right. is in Oakland, right? Yeah, this yeah, is Oakland. in Oakland. Oh, well, what they did was they uh, called more black people to come through and they had a bigger barbecue mm-hmm. in the same spot. Drop one of the clues bombs for those people in Oakland. That is a fact. You didn't see yeah, the video? The next day they were doing an electric slide, right? Oh, yes. That's right. That. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's what you that. got to do. When people turn up on their racism, you turn up on your blackness. They had a huge barbecue. I've seen them doing electric slide. I've been trying to tell y'all this, man. Whenever people turn up on their racism or turn up on their bigotry, you turn up on your goddamn blackness, okay? You invite more black people over mm-hmm. and you start millie rocking and electric sliding. Electric sliding, okay? yes. Okay, just take it back old school and do the goddamn running, man. There All you right? go. There you go. What All else right. we got here? Now, pages? let's talk about a New York Times did a study and they found that at least 28 people have been killed since 2006, and 45 others have suffered injuries. And that's because they have those keyless cars not knowing that they hadn't turned their vehicles off. <laughs> yeah. You said how many people? It's at least 28 people have died, and 45 others have suffered injuries oh, since God. 2006. So, you know, a, a lot of times people who have these keyless cars, there's no extra uh, regulations that can happen if you leave your car running and don't know it. And so people have died from carbon monoxide poisoning because they did not shut off the keyless ignition on That's their vehicles. two people a year. Mm-hmm. That ain't too bad. That ain't bad. And plus people <laughs> getting... I was thinking the same thing. I hate to say that. Listen, one death is one death well, too many. Well, they're saying many, at, but, least, but, at least 28 people dead and 45 others injured. So it's something to think about. I don't know, man. That just sounds like some uh, some people that ain't paying attention the oh, way they need drunk. to be paying attention. Yeah, they didn't really, yeah. That's but what it could like. be something like a beeping that happens if you get out of the car and you haven't turned it off. There's some type of regulation that should be put into place. I got to compare it. I got to know how many people that's not happening to. You know what I'm saying? How many people own those keyless cars and that's not happening to? If it's thousands compared to 28, I have to tell the two other 28 to smarten up. But the thing is, is most of the cars cut off after certain, after about maybe five to ten minutes, they cut off if you don't drive it. I thought. 
Yeah, I, I does. I would never get me a keyless car. You know why I would never it get me a keyless it. car? What you mean? Yeah, well, you don't have a choice. Yeah, and it comes with it. Okay, explain Most what keyless is can, to me. That means you don't have to put the key in the ignition to turn it Oh, up. yeah, that happens to me all the time, by the way. No, 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 no. I well, stayed jumping. Listen, I stayed jumping out the car, then the car be going backwards, <laughs> and I got to jump back in <laughs> and hit the brake. I, that stay happening to my dumb ass. I'm one of them dumb people. That's me. I ain't got injured yet. All right, well, <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right, there ain't nobody here. That right, is my dumb ass. All right, that's, that's me all day. News. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? This is Brandon. Brandon, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Yo, I just want to say that I really look up to uh, Charlemagne and you. Like, um, when you had that DJ thing on Revolt, I really, that made me want to be a DJ. And um, when I read Charlemagne's book, that made me like want to do better in life. And I want to shout out my girlfriend, Talisa. And I really love y'all. Like, I'm really nervous right now because I've never. It's all good. But you remember, you got to remember, but two things in, in his book, in, in that documentary, it was always hard work. So stay with it. Thank you, man. Thank you. Love you, my brother. Keep going, man. I got a new book dropping in October, too. It's called Shook One, yeah, Anxiety I, Playing Tricks I, I, on Me. Yeah, I know. I, I pre-ordered it. And I wrote you in your DM because I'll be having, like, mad anxiety and I'll be getting, like, mad like mental things going on in my head. I don't know if you like want to search. You know, I heard you never like look in your uh, Instagram DMs, but I just want to let you know that like I want oh, to go man. to therapy and stuff. I really want to go to therapy, but like my friends, like they always be laughing at me and stuff, and I don't be knowing what to do. That's nah, don't don't about. talk to your friends about it. Go to therapy, get help, man. Oh, if that's more. what you need, man. Don't worry about your friends. What do you want to do? You want to? You said a DJ? Yeah, I work at FedEx Express right now. I get I get a lot of money, like but. I really want to be a DJ. I always work at FedEx. My dad worked there, and I always do it because I don't want to let him down. But don't do quit that FedEx yeah, job. FedEx Remember what thing. I said in Black Privilege. You can uh, you can, you can can deal with your reality while still chasing your dreams. It's 168 hours in the week. Don't quit that good FedEx I job. I was definitely going to say that. Stay with FedEx, and if you want a DJ, DJ on the side. But don't quit FedEx. You got benefits. And the fact that you got a FedEx, you can go see a, a, a therapist through your uh, insurance. Yeah, you're right. All right, brother. Have a good day. Have a good All week. Right. Hello, who's this? What's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Hey, Trav. Hey. How you, babe? What's up, Charlemagne? What up, sis? How was your weekend? You suck anything? Oh, stop it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I had a good weekend. It was cute, and uh, I filmed a little cutie on Saturday. Wait, hold oh, up. And, hold up, Trav. Who is this cutie? Oh, this, this boy I met in a club Wednesday night. Oh. Uh -huh. it, 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 we was just texting and stuff, and we decided to hang out Saturday. Damn. It, it started out... It started out kind of bad though. It actually started out kind of bad. Why? Why? What happened? Because like we went over there, we was like so we was like watching a movie and smoking and like talking. And while I'm doing that, I started getting like a lot of messages on my um on my grinder app. And Envy, you know what grinder is, right? Now I know you what it is. Know you know he you, knows. You told us. I know Envy know what grinder is. Isn't grinder is. okay? So online dating, right, or using these apps and whatever to date? Does that ever make you nervous? Um, well, it didn't make me nervous, but because I, 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 I actually met him inside the club, but I actually okay. had, I actually have the app on my phone, and um, basically it's a gay app, and it gives you like it's, it's kind of like a Tinder for like gay people. Why was you worried about an app when you had real live ass in front of your face? You had a whole <laughs> penis right there, and you on the app. I wasn't even like worried about the app. That's the thing. I was just like basically if, if you click on the app and you're in somebody's like area, 
and people see you in the area, they send you like a bunch of messages. So Grind, even, grinder like, is popping on these streets. So, so you're in a high penis area is what you're telling <laughs> us. But <laughs> that's what you want to say. But yeah, so anyway, I'm on my phone and, I, and I'm getting all these messages. So I click on the app. And I'm getting so basically when I click on the app, one of these little North Philly hoes sent me a picture of their booty cheeks. Oh. And the boy, like I was with, saw it. No. So got, yeah, I would be mad like, too. Oh, you been messaging other dudes while you with me? You disrespectful. That, that is, is foul. That, that is, is disrespectful. Foul. I agree no, with. No, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't messaging anybody. I just, I just clicked on the app because I kept getting these messages. No, nope, you was, shouldn't even like, have been on that app when you word. had a penis right there in your face. You a messy thought, Trav. And I'm glad you no. ain't getting no action this weekend. So he told me, he was like, well, you can leave if you're going to be over there messaging other people. That's right. So I, I just looked at him, and I was like, first of all, I wasn't messaging nobody. Two, um, you shouldn't be out on my phone. And three, say less. I was like, I'm out. So That's I right. Be, I, I'd have told you, beat your feet and your cheeks. So, so did you leave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I did leave. So then he texted me, and he's like shaking my head. All y'all is the same. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even call to talk about this. I called to talk about Azalea Banks, but y'all don't make me talk about All right, this. now go ahead. What go do you ahead, want to say? Go ahead, Trav. What happened to Azalea Banks? I'll just call back later because I, I got to talk about Azalea Banks. And I got to talk about I'll call back arm. later. Go ahead. You want to talk so about I'll it now, Trav? I'll talk about it later. Bye. All right, bye. Bye, Trav. You pissed Trav off. See that? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Oh, that, oh hey, uh, good morning, guys. Uh, hi, Angela, how are you? Hey, who's what's this? up? Who do you think it is, Charlemagne? It's Snackman, Snack Snackman. Yo. Your phone sounds actually decent. You got rid of that Boost What's mobile? up, Snackman? What's popping, yo? Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy, this is too much fun, guys. You guys are great. Oh, my God. Thanks. Let's hear your joke this morning, Snack Man. All right. I forgot to tell you, Angela, um, when I was uh, visiting my grandfather in Florida, in St. Augustine, Florida, yo, they built me a stage. Okay, they did? Yeah, because every morning um, I had my iHeart on, and I had you guys, I had the show on. I called in, and I walked around with you on speaker, and after a while, I started getting a crowd. I was at a bus stop doing my set at a bus stop, and um, yeah, so I the next day, um, I went to go check it out because they said they built me a stage, yo. It was the perfect size for a one-man show, no lie. Can't make this stuff up, yo, but looking out, there was no chairs, yo. Snack man, get to the point, sir. You're pissing me off already. I can't. Get to the point. I can't. So, You're pissing me so off. I'm it's like, Monday, bro. I can't. I'm so, I'm, I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. Why'd you hang up? I can't, we didn't I can't. get to the punchline. That was the punchline. That was a joke he was setting up for? He couldn't have been setting yes. up for a joke. There's no way. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, man? Yo, what's up? What's up? Yo, it's Kaz. Yo, I'm yo, I'm upset, man, with this dude Safari, man. I've been trying to call and tell y'all this, man. Safari ain't no real Jamaican, man. He only making Jamaicans look bad out here. All right, I want to hear him say no that none of that rah rah joint no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm really upset with him, man. Running around talking about he Jamaican, man, making making us look bad, making real Jamaicans like me look bad. Well, if the man is Jamaican, how you gonna tell him not to be Jamaican? Yeah, you can't. Just... Yeah, ain't no Jamaican, man. Like, listen, man, I got robbed before, man. I got robbed before in the Bronx, man, and by you know World Project on Bayside Avenue. Ain't nobody running around crying. Let me ask you a question. Nothing. How much did you lose when you when you got robbed? How much did I lose? Yeah. It's not about how much did I lose. The point of the matter, the, the, the fact of the matter is, it's still 
remains the fact that I, I was robbed with a gun. Listen, so we're, not gonna, a, we're not going to sit here and act like being robbed is a normal experience. We're not going to act like that's not going to traumatize you. I'm not saying you. it's normal. I'm not saying it's normal. But if you're going to if you're going to make songs and portray an image to these young these young kids up here that that, that really going out here doing these things like. I never, you, I never, you I never took Safari as acting tough. I don't know. Yeah, and also, younger. his uncle had just gotten killed a, the same way. His uncle got robbed and he and, got killed. And I'm gonna tell you this, sir. Let me tell you this: when those, when those guys, let me ask you a question: When those guys robbed you, did they take the butt of the gun and, and put it and poke your, your shaft with it, the shaft of your penis? Stop it, man. That's no, what they did to Safari. No, they didn't. But but listen, 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 <laughs> listen, listen to Safari lyrics, man. All right. Like, no, who does that? Who got time to be listening man. to Safari lyrics? Oh my! Y'all goodness. really trying to scratch me out on a Monday? Y'all are record. I ain't even had breakfast yet, and y'all recommending that I, I listen to some of Safari lyrics? Get it off your Come chest, on, man. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. You, we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about performances over the weekend. You know, it was rolling loud, and we'll tell you who performed there for the first time uh, since he got out of prison. Also, we'll talk about Young Dolph's performance, something that he did on stage. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back, and don't forget next hour from Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, Tammy Rivera will be joining us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Salute to Miguel. Wasn't them two guys having sex to Miguel's music on Dead White People? Am I tripping? I can't remember. Wasn't it Miguel in the background? I gotta go back and look at it again. Mm. All right. Well, I was distracted by the, the 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 grunting in the lube, so I couldn't hear what the music was. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Andre Three Thousand. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The rumor report. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Andre 3000 put out two new songs for Mother's Day. How nice is that? Because mm-hmm. that's a rarity. Now, the first song is called Me and My to Bury Your Parents. He dedicated that to his mom, who passed away in 2013. Check it out. Me and mother driving to the grocery store. Me riding shotgun. He wrote, Happy Mother's Day. I'm sure all the cards, dinners, flowers, and last-minute gifts are appreciated, but I've learned the best gift a parent could get is to simply know their child is okay. Well, way to depress everybody on Mother's Day, Andre 3000. You're already sitting around upset and depressed because your parents aren't here, and here you come putting out songs that make you feel exactly how a person is feeling in that moment. And there's okay. other people, I'm sure, that can relate to Andre 3000. I'm sure. That yeah. appreciate it. The other song has actually no vocals. It's called Look My No Hands. So it's an instrumental. Yeah, it's 17 minutes long, by the way. And oh Andre 3000 is playing the bass and the clarinet. Listen, we love you, Andre 3000, but ain't nobody got time for that. You barely put out music as it is, but you're going to give us 17 minutes of just instrumental? And call it one of your records. How do we know that's you playing the horn? It's him. We don't know. We don't know that's him playing instrumentation or nothing. I don't want that. Keep that. All right. Now, (laughs) Rihanna was not invited to the royal wedding, which, by the way, is going down this weekend. I don't know why she would have been invited, and neither does she. Here's what happened uh, when a reporter asked her about whether or not she was going. Why would you think I'm invited? I don't know. You met him. Okay, you met me. You think you were coming to my wedding? (laughs) Me? Am I coming to yours? I mean, you'll get the invite. Oh, girl. Okay, well then maybe I should feel away then. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, that's what happens when you're starstruck and you don't got nothing better to say, okay? Now, it's the real ha- wedding is going to be 600 people, and then there will be other people watching on the grounds of Windsor Cat, so there's going to be about 2,600 people watching the, from there. The bride didn't even invite her, her brother and sister. like Meghan Markle? Yeah, she didn't. The know. reporter was starstruck. They had nothing else had to nothing say. To okay, I've been there before. It's only happened to me once in my life, and that's when I met Prince. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I could think to tell Prince was I've, I grew up Jehovah Witness, too. Yeah, that was pretty well, bad. Well, Rihanna okay. did have pictures in all fairness with Prince Harry before. They've met each other, so maybe she felt like she would have been invited, right? No. All right, Meek Mill, he performed at the Rolling Loud Festival in Miami over the weekend. That was his first performance since he got out of prison. Was he scheduled to perform that, or he just, just went out? Because I didn't see him well, on Well, Khaled was out first, and then Meek came out and did uh, songs and t- said that it was good to be back and free in front of people. Oh, so, so. Khaled bought Meek out, because yeah. Khaled doesn't really perform. Khaled just comes out there brings and everyone out. screams and brings out other people. Now, Young Dolph though. was also at the Rolling Loud Festival, and... I don't know if you guys heard this story, but two baristas at Duke University were fired. They were playing Get Paid by Young Dolph while they were working. And I guess somebody uh, one of the, the somebody from Human Resources fired them. The vice president of student affairs heard the lyrics to Get Paid playing over the coffee shop speaker. And, you know, I, can I kind of, like I can, that song I can, a lot, yeah, but, but I, I don't see, know if that's appropriate. See, yeah, I can see why they got fired. Well, it was right. a clean version. It clearly wasn't. It was wasn't. not the clean version. Okay, why would they have clean versions? They don't DJ. They're not on the radio. Why mm-hmm. the hell would they have a clean version? Mm-hmm. Right, so some people were screaming out discrimination. Well, Young Dolph brought out the two people who were fired, Brittany Brown and Kevin Simmons, and here's what happened on stage. I know y'all familiar with the situation that happened at Duke University a couple of days ago, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, they fired two workers from a coffee shop for bumping my sh- in the stove. I bought them out here and flew them out here with me, man. So check this out. Until y'all get y'all a new job, till y'all find y'all a new job, I got 20000 for y'all right now. Oh, that's good. Paid. That was dope. They did get paid. Drop All one right. of clues bomb for Young Dolph, okay? <laughs> now, don't everybody go to their job and try to play get paid. Yeah. Thinking that if you- it was a white person, a black person that got fired, right? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I just know it was... Uh, oh, I'm definitely firing a white person if you in there saying, yeah. get paid, young nigga, get paid. It was a white, the hell out of here. It looked like they a white person. They were saying the lyrics. It was just playing. Uh, nope, nope, nope. Don't even look like you're enjoying it if you're white. Stop okay? it. Nope. Stop it. <laughs> nope, you got to go. What if it's a clean version? I doubt it was. You know it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, it looked like one white guy, one black guy. Or one black lady. Okay. Yeah, she's not a black guy. Well, he just paid a man $10,000 for saying the N-word. Well, we got, you know what? We got to do better as a people. You just said he did good for doing it. Nah, F that. I didn't know he was white. Oh, All right? You can't pay a white man to say the N-word. Is anybody, we, none of us thinking anymore? He didn't say he said he just the said he was listening was to playing. it. The song was The hook of the song is get paid, young nigga, get paid. I, I, you know he didn't say get paid, young ninja, get yeah, paid. Yeah, right. But he wasn't get singing. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. We got front page news next year. Uh, yes, we do. We are going to be talking about people dying from leaving their keyless cars running. Okay, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Now, in the NBA, of course, recap. Celtics beat the Cavs 108-83. They blew the Cavs out. Yeah, drop on the clues bombs for Boston, man. I'm highly impressed by Boston. I don't think people realize how good Boston going to be for the next few Absolutely. years. Absolutely. Because Kyrie Irving and Gordon Haywood not even playing right now. They're both injured. They got a lottery pick this year. They got a lot of cap space. Boston Boston going to be tough. Bron had a, a off game, so they don't, don't, don't think it's going to be that easy the next couple of games. Bron had 15 points. I saw there was a whole Twitter thing going on about Kobe Bryant being more skilled than LeBron. Did you guys see that? First of all, I mean, I'm, I'm on record always as saying that LeBron is one of the greatest players of all time, but he's not better than Michael Jordan. He's not better than Kobe Bryant. I don't think he's better than Magic Johnson, but that's those, those are gods, so whatever. 
All right. Well, tonight the Warriors play the Rockets. Now, let's talk about these cars. What's going on with these cars, these keyless entry cars? Yes, they're saying that people are dying from carbon monoxide poisoning after leaving on their keyless cars. Since 2006, at least 28 people at least 28 people have died and 45 other people have suffered injuries. They thought they turned off their vehicles, and it turns out that their car was still running. Oh, see, that that, that, that little part of the story was left out before. It's the what's carbon that? monoxide that's killing people. No, what's What did you think it was? You just... I, I thought it was people who were like jumping out the car no, and like leaving the car running and the car keeps rolling. Nah, they have it in their garage and sometimes they don't turn the car off. They think the car is off. And well, why would you still be sitting in your car that long? It could be because it's in your garage and then the it goes in your house. Yeah. Goes oh, into your house. Okay, Not that okay. you're sitting in the car the whole time. But, but most of the keyless entry cars that, that people have and even that I own, after about five minutes, it cuts off on its own regardless. Or 10 minutes the longest. I don't know if mine does or not because my car is parked outside, so I'm not going to die from carbon monoxide poisoning anyway. But I do know that I can't turn my lock the doors if my car is still running from outside. That did happen to me yesterday, too, though, because I pulled up in the gym parking lot and I knew I turned my car off, but I kept hearing a car running, but it was the car next to me. So I had to stand there for a second to make sure it wasn't my car. You know, bro. Hey, so what? Age is a blessing. You know what they do? They should have some type of thing, though. Like, if you get out of the car, that it, like, beeps or it something. It beeps. Mine beeps. After a while, it starts beep, 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 beep. The alarm goes off in one of my cars if, it, if it's on too long. Yeah, that doesn't happen to me. All right, hmm. now, a white woman called the police on a black family. This was at Lake Merritt. A human Oakland. jar of helmets. Now, the reason why, uh, first of all, if you watch the video, because there was a witness named Michelle Snyder who was filming the whole entire incident because she saw the women just looking uh, mean face, snarling, basically looking at... Fat, hungry, wanting a rib. Yeah, looking at this uh, black man, Anseo Abram, who was cooking out, and she felt like something wasn't going to be right. So (laughs) she was like, let me go ahead and pay attention. You know why she trashed? Look at that picture. Look at the picture. Why she got her if charger? You have TV. Why she got her charger on her phone in the middle of a park? Maybe she has a portable, a portable charger. She's probably a portable man. charger, man. You know how much you go in to call the police on somebody when you got to charge your phone to do it? <laughs> now, Michelle Snyder said there was three She's reasons she in. felt like she had to stay and observe the whole situation and film it. She said, one, Anseo was alone, the black man who was barbecuing. Two, this white woman was being aggressive with him. And three, I felt that if the police came, then facts could be misconstrued. So she actually went and approached the woman, Michelle Snyder. Um, Michelle Snyder went and approached the woman just because she wanted to engage with her and kind of see what was going on. I hear you have a problem with these gentlemen having a barbecue here at the lake. What's going on? Uh, it's illegal to have a charcoal grill in the park here. No, it's not, actually. I just yeah, looked at the it map. Is. It says this is a designated barbecue area. No, it, if you, it, not for a charcoal grill. No charcoal grills are allowed. Do you want to see it? it you must not have looked up. What kind of grill are you not allowed, and why are you so bent out of shape over them being because here? Because it, it causes extra money. She was upset they didn't offer her a rib, and she was highly upset that they were using barbecue sauce instead of mayonnaise. Okay. All right, so she tried to tell them that they were trespassing, that they were not welcome, and she told them they were going to go to jail. Yeah, right. How about that? So when the cops came, the woman who called the police on them actually uh, broke down crying. Can I have my card back? Can I have my card back? I'm being harassed. Okay. Can you back I off? I would like her, uh, her to yes. the card that she yes. Can you back off? Boy, nothing scares a black man like a white woman crying for no goddamn reason. Because when a white woman starts crying for no damn reason, nine times out of ten, a black yeah. man is going to jail for no damn reason. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
All right. Well, thank goodness for Michelle Snyder actually observing the situation and filming it. it, Mm Because who knows what could have happened. Yes, salute to Michelle Snyder for using her privilege to combat prejudice. And uh, salute to those beautiful black people in Oakland who came back to the same spot the next day and called all their cousins and all their uncles and all their aunties and had a bigger barbecue. Did the electric slide. That's right. The Millie Rock. Mm -hmm. They was getting it in. Okay? Salute to them. All right? right? Drop on the clues bombs for that. That's what you're doing. Somebody turns up on their racism, you turn up on your blackness, goddammit. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Tammy Rivera will be joining us. So we'll kick it with her when we come back. She has a new project that's out now. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy and Lee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Tammy Rivera. Good Hello. morning, Tammy. Welcome. Give her the proper introduction. Platinum artist. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Tammy Rivera. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Congratulations. Thank you. I feel like that song just came out. Or am I tripping? It was actually like, uh, it was a while like ago. Nine months, eight months. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I remember watching Waka sing it. Yeah, that was a long time ago. No, are you mm-hmm. saying everything's independent? No, everything's independent. Wow. Well, congratulations on that. Were you thank shocked you. by that? Suffer. Huh? Were you shocked? Um. Yeah. I was. I, I really was. Um, even for the EP that just dropped, it's, it's like still in top five. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just more thankful. All right. But yeah, it is shocking for someone who never knew I could sing and then to come out and people really accepting it. Now, how did you learn you can sing? What got you into singing? I've been singing since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, like everybody from high school and everyone from like my hometown, they know I can sing. It's like just, like singing, like show singing? Or yeah, singing like I did talent shows. No, okay. I did talent shows. Mm-hmm. I've like, I've had people try to sign me before and I just never did it. So people at home, when they see me on Love and Hip Hop, they're like, why are you on that show singing? I'm like, no, I'm just, you know, just trying to, I'm good. But I feel like everything is in its timing, so. And then people on Love and Hip Hop, so you start singing, they're like, why didn't she sing on Love and Hip Hop? Because yeah. we didn't, most people that go on that show would say, okay, I'm going to use this show to promote but, whatever yeah. it is that I'm doing. And you didn't even give us an inkling that yeah. this was a goal of yours. It was because it was it was something that I kind of put all the way in the back. It's always been something I want to do since I was a kid. Like growing up, you asked me what I wanted to be was a singer. Mm-hmm. But um, I used the show to um, showcase like my swimsuit line, which been doing amazing. Right. Um, and then it was just like it was time. Like I feel like I had a story behind it. It was something like it was like an epiphany. Like I was on a plane. I was like, God, candy might sound crazy. Almost like God came to me. It was like if you don't do it now, you're never gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And I just called my friend Robin, who's Rico's wife. She's from mm-hmm. Baltimore as well. And I was like, hey, you think Rico work for me? And she laughed at me. <laughs> she was like, what? And I was like, no, I can sing. So I sent her a video of me singing in Vogue. Um, and she sent it to Rico. And he was like, yeah, if she's serious. And he was like, she got to book the studio. And I was like, you didn't tell me, daughter. <laughs> I didn't even tell Walker. I just did it. Yep, you did it all. And you your own coins. No, he was, like, shocked. I mean, he was kind of, like, low-key, like, Eugene never say what I told you to say, like, why you want to say? <laughs> but he was like, you know, afterwards, he was like, yo, this sound crazy, it's fire. Like, you know, now he's at a point where he's, like, super behind everything I got going on. What was your reason for not telling him at first? I didn't want nobody to think I was with him just because I wanted to be, like, a singer. I was trying to get on. Or... But, I mean, even when you went in the studio when y'all were together and you didn't I tell never him. Sang. I would just support him. Mm-hmm. Like, watch him. Kisses was the actually first time me ever recording in the studio. It was my second Song that I recorded that night with Rico. Wow. Yeah, I've never been in the studio before. Really? Yeah. What did Rico say when you came in the studio and he heard you singing in front of him for the first time? He was like, he was, you know, he's such a genius. Like, I was so scared. So he started joking with me, got me super comfortable, and he was like, all right, get in the studio. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. And he just was like, you got it. Just go in there. He just And he will make you sing it over and over and over. So I was in there like, he was like, nope, again, again. And after a while, I got comfortable and it just, it came out. And then after the first song, he was like, listen, I'll do this project. He's like, but you got to let me executive produce it. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, is that a question? <laughs> And so your whole EP, Fate, is out, and there is somewhat of a theme mm-hmm. on those songs. So how involved were you in the whole process of writing and choosing the songs and all of that? Um, I'm, ever, I'm very involved when it comes to like, writing. I'm still, you know, getting my niche in it. Um, but pretty much every song on Fate was something that I experienced, I went through, I felt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because so, I had felt that when I listened to it, the, you know, the topics in the songs. Yeah. <laughs> a lot real. of it does have to do with, you know, not being treated the way that you felt you deserve to be treated, but okay. being with somebody and knowing you don't want to leave them. But yeah. But you had to put the- some records on there to scare Flocka? <laughs> I mean, he was already scared before Fate came out. <laughs> he know he is on his last limb. But, um, no, yeah, we, it's just, and actually that was recorded, like, almost a year ago. Like, so it's like, that, the music is, oh, something to hold up in space now. And I've mm-hmm. been recording since then, so I have a lot more music and content that I'm ready to get out. Why are people so involved in y'all relationship? Do I always see you clapping back at, uh... Chicks who always got something to say, like, hey, you, you stayed with him. Like, I'm like, why do people care so much? You, know you so clap crazy? back. Like, you got time. Sometimes I'd be like, Tammy, just leave it. Just let him you know, go. No, I stopped. I just told him this about that my clap back season <laughs> is over. Yeah, right. But it is, I promise you. Like, I don't, because it's really, like, even though people be thinking that it's something like, oh, she's bothered because she's clapping back. No, sometimes I could be on a flight or I could just be chilling. I'm like, but I'm like, it, it takes energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, it, I realize that it does take some of your energy to right. do that. The crazy part is, is like I get more backlash for working it out with my husband than I did for leaving him, mm-hmm. and it's crazy, like the 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 type of like the where we are now. Like, yeah, the vows don't say till death do us part through sickness right. and in health. Like you know, you're supposed to work things up. Yeah, and I'm not perfect. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not saying that he's. Uh, I'm not justifying him, but like when people ask me and I kind of break it down, I tell people all the time, and I don't really talk about it because. People won't understand it on the level that I speak on it. Like, it was a spiritual battle with my husband. Like, I was sent to him. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that I was sent for a mission and for a reason. And people are not going to understand that. Mm. So for me to try to break that down, it doesn't make sense. Like, the first day I met my husband, he told me, he was like, you're going to be my wife. He's <laughs> like, it's like God told me I got to be with you. Wow. And for years, I didn't understand. Like, girl, what's the point? I was like, God, why did you send me here? These people is crazy. Like, I don't want to be a part a part of this. I was so green and gullible. And a guy came to fix my house one day. He came to fix my heating unit. And before he left, I swear I've never seen this guy again. He was like, you think you're here for yourself, but I sent you here for a reason. He was like, and it's not about you. You, you came here to deliver. And I never understood that until 30 years later, right. <laughs> like until where I'm at now at the age of 30. What do you think it is? What do you think you're here to deliver? I came to deliver my husband. Do y'all remember how Walker was before? Yeah, it wasn't yeah, like yeah. it wasn't like I'm not trying to say I delivered him like I'm oh I'm the Almighty but you glowed him up. No, it's not that I. It's like sometimes like you say when a man finds a, a wife, they find a good thing. Mm-hmm. More so like um, there was things in our relationship that that I I know that if like I remember my husband used to tell me years like years ago when we first met he was like you gonna save my life he's always say that and I'm like yo why. Like, I'm thinking I had to strap up. Like, what do you think? I'm going to shoot somebody for you? Like, I always say <laughs> What you would. Yeah, right. But I'm like, I don't get it. And now I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a different person. He's he's growing. He's learning. And we both are growing and learning together. And your daughter was an integral part of you staying with Waka as well. She wasn't an integral part of it. But 
she's like the glue. Right. You know what I'm saying? She loves him so much, and you said you could see that. Yeah, she uh, he loves her. Like, even mm-hmm. when we were separated, he would always call and say, hey, can I get Charlie? And I would meet up with Charlie. Even when I went and answered the phone, he would text and be like, please, can I just pick her up from school? He's got a tattoo of her and everything. Yeah. He, um, and people were actually bashing about that, too. I was like, damn. People are bashed about anything, yeah, especially when they like, don't God. understand it. Most people are miserable, and their relationship is horrible, and they don't know how to figure it out, you know? Yeah. But when well, you th- figure it out in your relationship, it makes it better. That's why I love to see relationships and couples who go through problems mm-hmm. and work it out. Because it, it gives people who are going through that problem, they don't know who to talk to. It shows them that, oh, this can work. I don't have to take the way of everybody's telling me to do this. Yeah. No, you do you do what's best for you. I mean, what was I supposed to do? Go jump to the next rapper or jump to the next NFL player? Like, I don't know what y'all want me to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is somebody I've grown with that I'm learning with. He ain't perfect. I'm not perfect. But it's still always your decision, ultimately. Oh, Even absolutely. if you wouldn't Yours and Beyonce's. Beyonce decision. made it cool to forgive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shoot. All right, well, let's get into her new single. It's called Lose. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Lose. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Tammy Rivera in the building. Yee? So in the song that we just played called Lose, it sounds like you're talking all about your relationship with Waka. It was very emotional for me, that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's just, that's exactly how I feel, honestly. Like, I ain't coming for her to lose. Like, I really didn't. You think I'm a, I mean, certain times you know when it's time to walk away. You know when it's worth fighting for and you know when it's not. Mm-hmm. And I felt like my marriage was worth fighting for. I knew, I know the potential of what he had to be. Like, when I made that list, they tell you make those lists, there was only one thing on the bad list and that was, he cheated. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm not saying, like, that's a small thing. That's definitely a major it part. It is. No, it's not. Slight. <laughs> but. Little roll kill on the road, you know what I'm saying? You're a rapper. It's light. Just shut your mouth. You yeah, but right, right. Yeah, I don't do it no more. <laughs> you, you, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't do it no more. a small thing. Right. I don't live that life that's anymore. a small thing to have you by yourself. That's a fact. There you go. That's the big thing. Shut your ass up. Because getting caught is the big thing. It's in the court. Cheating is like. But you got to put the fear in God in y'all. Oh, you ain't got to tell me. Like, I had to put the fear in God. Like, you know, now he know. And he has to work hard to get back. Girl, and when I say y'all have mm-hmm. no idea. Love and hip-hop I know. Catch what you mean we have no idea? Charlamagne and I have a great idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, y'all yeah. should. We know. have a great idea. <laughs> like, oh, I was so mean. Like, oh, my God, for months. <laughs> my friends were like, baby. I'm like, girl. That's why the best feeling in the world is when you walk in the house and, like, your wife may look upset when you was doing your dirt, your heart dropped immediately. Like, yeah, what did like, you find out? <laughs> but then you realize, like, I ain't doing nothing. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just take the trash out. <laughs> yeah, man. And how she found out the most. Right. No, I get it's funny because he still has flashbacks. Because I, I, I had a few nights of me like just waking him up out of sleep, like punching him in his face. So now I'm like, <laughs> like now I'm like, baby, he's like, what? I'm like, what are you saying? He's like, man, come on, bro, I'm scarred, bro. Yeah, he domestic. You got him. You got him. Well but you trained. Know what? And every well time trained. You post, you got every time you post something, people think it's about your relationship. Every time. So you post it sometimes when you think everything is going wrong, or people just ain't. Sh- it just means you're about to embark on something great, and everybody ain't meant to go to that level with you, no matter how much you went them to trust the process. Oh, boy, you posted that. They thought it was over. They thought, yeah. Oh, my It's goodness. actually, I'm growing in my career. I'm growing, you know, and, and I have people around me. Like, I've had people who work with me, and I just realized, like, I'm a, type, I'm a Leo, so I'm just loyal by default, mm-hmm. and I keep my circle real small, and I like people around me that go hard for me. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you've worked with in the past, but if you go hard for me, you believe me, I want you around me. And I'll fight for people to go with me, and they're just not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll just be some fluke stuff that they'll do or some flaws. And I keep ignoring it, and then to the point that it's just like, and you know your mama always know. So my mama always tell me from the beginning, but then it's like, it just gets in your face, you're just like, okay, I gotta let it go, so. 
Did you? What your mama say about? Did your mama tell you to stick around, stick with Walker? Too? My mom had her old, whole like ups and downs with Walker, but she's like, at the end of the day, after a while, she was like, okay, he can't keep doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But then, and even when he got to the point where he was trying to get back, he was calling his mama. My mama won't none of them trying to hear nothing he was having to say. Even his mom was yeah, like, Deb was like, boy, mm-hmm. get off my phone. Like, he couldn't <laughs> even call her no more. He had to call my mom. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, she. T- my mom always told me, she said, baby, you always got to factor in everything. Um, in a relationship, she say, no, men are not perfect. You know, she's like, it's all of what you can take. Only you know when you're tired. Mm. So I always took that with me. And when I knew I was tired, I was tired. But when I wanted to, like, give up, it was like, when I did give up, and I was like, when I say I was gone, I was gone. Like, it was nothing that man could say to get me back. Like, right. he could... I even let him move in the house so I could just dog him out so that he could leave. Mm-hmm. And he stayed there like, <laughs> I'm God telling damn, you, I was just so tired. And I mean, just being mean, just like ignoring, just being real nasty. And I'm like, this is my plan. I'm going to get rid of him. I'm going to let him move in. And then I'm going to just be real nasty. And he's going to mm-hmm. give up. Girl, he was, after a while, I felt like I was just bullying. He was just right. like, man, look, I ain't going with Shorty. Like, I could say something so evil. He's like, you right. I'm like, what you mean I'm right? Like, get mad. Like, right. Say something. I'm just happy it's to be in the house. the thing you think you said. Oh, my God. I can't say that all. Yeah. <laughs> I can say all kinds of shit. Like, oh my god, I was so evil to him. You was just trying to break him down, like mentally. I would walk through the fo- I would walk through the house like I was talking to a whole nother. It wouldn't be nobody in the phone. <laughs> I did. I would lock the door. That's hilarious. And like, yeah, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was so like, bad. I would kill his bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, he thought you was t- he thought you was involved with somebody else. I had him thinking that yeah. I just I mean I was like just mean for no. <laughs> that ain't funny. That man have a heart attack in that house. Oh, okay, man. that's kind of like the song you did this. Yeah, it's like you did this. Like I wanted to be because I couldn't go back out and. What am I gonna go? I can't go sleep with somebody. Right. I can't go get you back the way you got me back. So the only way I can do is try to hurt you. Mm-hmm. But right. then after a while, it started hurting me to to just keep hurting him. To see yeah, your hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, and that's true love. That's what most people don't understand. The fact that he hurt you, but you still care about his feelings. That's the type of love people don't have. Because after a while, he's like, okay, this don't feel. It's like keep beating up on a bully. It's like a bully. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this don't feel good. No How long did that last? For like the whole summer. God. <laughs> did you ever really date anybody else? No. Hell. Did you ever get dressed and leave the house? You ever, <laughs> you ever get dressed and leave the house? All the time. <laughs> oh, I was on the ground doing the thigh pictures. I, I was being extra. I was like, I was like, yeah. Like, How many people popped up in your DMs? Oh though? my god, yeah. it was a lot. A lot of celebrities. Yeah, I remember when we were out there BT weekend. It was like, uh, man, was coming to my section. Like, I didn't even. I don't watch sports. I don't know who no sports players is. Like, mm-hmm. So they was coming up, like, introducing themselves, like, hey. And I'm like, hi. And my friend, like, my, my manager at the time, he was like, that's such and such. That's such and such. And I was like, why are they all coming to say hi to me? You know but, why. You posting them copies. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know at the point that people, everybody knew that we were, like, separated. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody. It was like, it had got, it was like Love & Hip Hop episode aired. And then it was like the BC weekend. Everybody was like, oh. BT like, weekend, I seen Tammy, and we had you this. strike. <laughs> <laughs> there was a celebrity basketball game. I was the assistant coach. I'm not gonna say who it is, but one of the players on the team was like, "Yo, if you introduce, can you introduce me to Tammy?" And I was like, "If we win this game, yes, you do. Then yes, and we didn't end up winning the game. But I told Tammy, I said, you gotta just tell, just go along with it because we're trying to win this game oh right here. Oh my god, he was playing too. He yeah, was he like trying hard, to get him shot. I was lost. like, God, please. <laughs> and at the end, I was like, sorry, you didn't win. <laughs> you all playing Love and Basketball BT weekend? She pipped me out. You Listen, we must win by all means necessary. Nah, she came over. She was like, just, I was like, man, why are you working on Just wave. Like, just, man. <laughs> I got, I'm like, all right, Angel. 
<laughs> Did you let Flocka know any any of the dudes that was trying to holler at you? He knew. He knew. But he can't blame them. No. Because y'all wasn't together. together. You can still man. shoot him. But see, and that's why I was like, I'm not trying to. I'm, I, and if it was Walker's friends, though, or people that Walker knew? It was a lot of industry people. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, you got to give him five minutes. <sighs> no, I mean, of course, I will always tell. I had to tell him because at the end of the day, I'm not going to have my, my, my husband rubbing, um, shaking hands with niggas that. Trying right. to holler behind Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to do Even when we weren't together, like, I would, like, literally, if it was somebody I knew that I seen him with, I would screenshot and be like, even though you're a but here. You had a breast reduction too, right? Yes. Oh what, my god. Was that? Was your back was hurting? Man, I was at a thirty-two. <laughs> that just sounded so funny coming from you. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was killing me. Like it was like I had a thirty-two G, and I'm so small frame. Like, but I'm I'm I'll be thirty-two this year, so it's like I just started gaining weight, and my mom is top heavy. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to see if I don't start working out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be heavy in places I don't want to be, so <laughs> <laughs> I chopped them joints off. All right, all right. What does it feel? Was, did it feel different? You... Oh, my God, I feel so much better. How, you said you feel free. Feels, you... I feel free. <laughs> Are you thinking about doing the same? No, I've always, I've always been interested in that because girls be like, yo, my back hurts. And no, I'm like, damn, really, for real? Really, it's really a lot. Like, I, it's, man, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> it's no joke. All right, all right. So if someone tells you they want to breast reduction, don't be like, nah, I like big Boom, right. It's not good. And no more love and hip hop. No, it's okay. no more love and hip hop. I did a few appearances this season. Mm-hmm. Um, Have they asked, or you just don't want to do it anymore? They tried. You know, my contract was over uh, after that last season with uh, that y'all saw me on. That was like the ending of my contract. Of course, they wanted to resign, and you know, I was just like, you know, it's just not you what I wanted. To, you know, yeah, and it's no. I, I respect people can say what they want to say about Mona or say, oh, the show make you look crazy. You make yourself look crazy. Mm-hmm. Like when you go on there, you got to display yourself a certain way. Like. Be true to yourself. Like, when you go up there trying to act like somebody else, if you want to be this, you want, you're going to get, it's going to show through right. camera. You know what I'm saying? So When you want to go turn up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. But I, res- you know what I'm saying? Like, I told one of his it's business. I respect, you know what I'm saying, your decision. And if you sign a mess up contract and you feel like you're getting ate up, then, I mean, that's the game. You got That's what you, you got to learn, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm super grateful for my platform, Love & Hip Hop. It's just, what more can I give y'all? After this, like, what we have in our family dynamic or where we are right now, that's not what love and hip-hop wants. Mm-hmm. Right. From, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's you're not trying to say that, but that's not, what more can I give y'all? I didn't right. give y'all everything mm-hmm. else. Like, it's no more growth from there, so I feel like it's time to move forward, but we are working on our own show right now. Yeah, yeah y'all got Meet the Flockers coming, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 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 When that dropping? We actually start filming in May, uh, May 10th and 11th. That's through Mona, too? No. Mm-hmm. It's through our own production company. We actually signed a partnership. Oh, but no network yet. Well, we have a few networks. It depends on, you know, who gets the most money. Got you, got you, got you. <laughs> Go ahead, Tammy. Man. They not playing the no games. Not at all. We appreciate you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Pick up the new EP. It's called Fate. Stream it, download it. And it's Miss Tammy Rivera. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Happy Monday. Back to the work week. What's thing is a happy Monday? Yes, we are back. We are live. That's true. I'm happy. I'm happy to be alive. There you go. I just wish it wasn't Monday. <laughs> All right, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Cardi B. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. No, 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 no. Well, Azalea Banks was on The Breakfast Club, and she had some things to say about Cardi B. I wasn't here that day, but obviously this uh, interview in particular has been 
for many reasons, for many different things that were said in this interview, really gone viral. Now, here's what Azalea Banks had to say about Cardi B. I just don't understand how we go from like, or just not female rap thing, this black women's culture thing. I just right. don't understand how we go from Beyonce and Lemonade and Solange and all of these like great conversations, Black Lives Matter, all these conversations to like this. I've never seen that at the forefront of female rap. I didn't know that the standards, that, that the bar would be lowered so much. I just, I just feel like it's unfair to, like, the real institution of female rap. You know, me and Isaiah have had these conversations before. Like I told her, women of color aren't monolithic. You either like Cardi or you don't. It's not that difficult. And clearly a lot of people love Cardi, including me. So if that's Azalea's opinion, that's her opinion. But Cardi not bothering nobody except for people bothered by her success. All right. Well, Cardi B responded, every week it seems like I'm in somebody's mouth. Why was nobody talking about me when I was on Love and Hip Hop? All of a sudden I'm the reason why the world is such a terrible place. I be minding my business. Why is it that male rappers can speak how they want, act how they want, but people constantly bash me for it? Why do I feel like I have to apologize for for being who I am, talking how I talk, and being what y'all call ghetto. Leave me alone. And she said, I speak how I speak. My mom speaks broken English. My dad speaks Spanish, and I use a lot of hood slang. That's that. I don't so. see nothing wrong with Cardi B. She's very successful. She did her damn thing. She came from the gutter, and she's mm -hmm. doing fine. Like well, I, don't, I don't even know why she responded. And guess what? There's Truthfully. space for everything. There's space for conscious music, and there's space for ratchet fun music. It is what it is. Yeah, and the reason I've always liked Cardi is because she always delivers a positive message in a ratchet way. So now, that's what she I'm goes on to say, it. Beyonce, wasn't Beyonce the same woman she was talking ish about and dragging all over the media? I'm from the hood. I speak how I speak. I am how I am. I did not choose to be famous. People choose me. People follow me on Instagram, and the people gave me a platform to introduce my talent. I never asked to be a role model. She goes on, and then she posted another post. She said, I reread this a couple of times for the Achilles and the bees out there. A woman who constantly finds joy in belittling black women Beyonce, Rihanna, Sky Jackson, Remy Ma can't try and stand for them because it's convenient. The difference between me and you, I've never pretended to be or represent someone I'm not. I've made it where I am for being myself and staying true to that. I'm not trying to represent nobody but myself. You busy trying to be a voice of reason and a representative for women of color when you can't even reason with yourself. You can't understand where your insecurities come from and why you're not happy in your own skin. There were a lot of pictures posted, a lot of memes posted during this time. Um, and Azalea Banks, of course, responded, and she actually did a post where she said, Bell Callis, sis, give it up. You have a fever and are leaking breast milk everywhere, trying to come up with a, a refutable comeback. Sis spent 12 hours proofreading a message while still completely missing the point. You and whoever wrote this reply for you don't have the intelligence to engage in this not-so-complex discussion. I spoke about it for all of two minutes in an interview, and you respond by calling me unattractive, mentioning my bleaching my skin, and telling me to suck your ass. Immediately proving yourself to be exactly who I thought you were, a bird. Sis, let us not forget that you look like a big toe with a hammer nail without all of that contour on your face. Yeah, it got really nasty. And the thing is that Cardi B is pregnant right now, about to have a baby, and it's very stressful for her. And after all this back and forth, she has since uh, locked out her Instagram account. And also her Twitter. So I guess she's taking a break from all of that. People close to her are saying the doctor has actually advised that this is all getting too stressful for her. So that's what's going on right now with Cardi B and Azalea. And we did see a video of Cardi B. She got into an altercation at the Louis Vuitton store. She's inside and somebody's outside yelling at her. I don't know exactly what happened. Well, we wish that. the best for Cardi. Sending her nothing but uh, love and light. Yeah, she's doing a couple of months, guys. I don't even guys. know why like, NBA asked Azalea about Cardi. 
<laughs> what? How could he not? How could, I, yeah, how could I not ask her? She called her whatever the name she called her. I asked everybody whatever. everything. You had to bring it up, but whatever. Why not? Then if okay. I didn't bring it up, they'd be like, oh, y'all corny because you didn't ask her. No, we ask people everything. I will say this, though. I thought Azalea used to like Cardi B. She did. She talked about that, too. But Azalea says it all the time. Why do y'all care what she says? Who cares what she got to say? Let her talk. Like, just ignore it. Because when you don't ignore it, when you, you put more fuel on the fire. No, you can't ignore it sometimes. And you bring somebody on The Breakfast Club, you don't want people to ignore what they say. Yeah, absolutely. You can't ignore That's it sometimes. That's the whole point of the show. All right. Oh, no, no. By the way, what she said on The Breakfast Club didn't start all that, though. Right. What she said on social media after the fact is what's really caused the jump off. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Shout out Mike. Who are you giving your donkey to? Listen, man. Donkey of the Day is a segment that I use to give people the credit they deserve for being stupid. It's a sexuality expert named Dion Carson who needs to come to the front of the congregation because this is by far the stupidest thing I've heard probably this year. And that's saying a lot. Okay. That's saying a lot. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Time for Donkey of the Day. Donkeys of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Monday, May 14th goes to a sexuality expert named Deanne Carson. Now, Donkey of the Day is a segment that is designed to give people the credit they deserve for being stupid. And let me tell you something. This story right here is by far the stupidest thing I have seen in a long time. And we live in an era of highly stupid things. So that's saying a lot. Okay, now I have no idea what qualifies the end to be a sexuality expert. Hell, who am I fooling? I don't even know what a sexuality expert does. Okay, I'm assuming she's an expert on other people's sexualities. I don't know, sexual behaviors. Like she can just look at someone and tell if they're gay or straight or bi or pan or stir fry sexual or whatever. Whatever your sexuality is, uh, Deanne is an expert at it all, I guess. I don't know what a sexuality expert is. And after this hot take that Deanne is presenting to the planet, I don't care what a sexuality expert is because I hate PC culture. PC culture is destroying the world. Everyone is trying to be so politically correct to the point that we are all lying to ourselves and we are all telling each other what we think we want to hear instead of what we need to hear. And sexuality expert Deanne has presented something to us that we don't want, nor do we need. See, Deanne is giving us parents tips on how to raise our children, specifically how to raise them to know that consent matters. Okay, Deanne is stupidly suggesting that parents ask their infant children for consent to change their diapers. What? I repeat, Mm -mm -mm. Deanne is stupidly suggesting that parents ask their infant children for consent to change their diapers. I can't even make this kind of ignorance up. Let's go to the Today Show Australia for the report, please. A sexuality expert claims parents must ask permission before changing <laughs> their child's nappy. Deanne Carson believes consent must be given by the child before their dirty nappy is removed. Here she is on the ABC suggesting how to go about it. I'm going to change your nappy now. Is that OK? Of course, the baby's not going to respond. Yes, Mum, that's awesome. I'd love to have my nappy changed. But if you leave a space and wait for body language and wait to make eye contact, then you're letting that child know that their response matters. Ms Carson has defended her comments saying, the idea around consent is about empowering children with their rights and protecting them from sexual abuse. This sounds ridiculous. This is stupid. So what if the baby says no? 
And you can't change them? Then well, they have to well, sit the there. The baby can't say no because it's an infant. <laughs> uh, let the record show this woman, Deanne, looks like she has yeah. never got her club shot up. She looks like she has zero children, and she sounds like she has zero children. I guarantee this woman has never changed a diaper before in her life because no one who has kids, who has watched a child and changed the diaper, would ever fix their mouth to say, you have to ask the baby for consent to change their diapers. And this is where the logic is so flawed. Listen to what she told Australia's Nine Network again. Listen. I'm going to change your nappy now. Is that okay? Of course, the baby's not going to respond. Yes, Mum, that's awesome. I'd love to have my nappy changed. But if you leave a space and wait for body language and wait to make eye contact, then you're letting that child know that their response matters. So body language and eye contact is consent now? You say you're teaching your child about consent and you're telling <laughs> us as parents, hey, of course the baby's not going to respond, but if you leave a space and wait for body language and wait to make eye contact, then you're letting that child know that their response matters. Well, let me tell you why that logic is flawed, because what you're essentially saying is that body language and eye contact is what constitutes consent. Can I, as an adult, use body language and eye contact to justify consent when I'm with another adult? Huh? This is a slippery slope, Deanne. All right? Think about what you're saying. Does this just apply to infants? Because as an adult, I know yes means yes, no means no, and not getting an answer means no as well. Consent is yes. Our clear-cut body language, like the young lady takes my clothes off, grabs my penis, and puts it in her, okay? All you adults out there, don't follow Deanne's definition of consent. All right? Okay? Don't follow Deanne's definition of consent, okay? Well, you, you ask somebody based on body language and eye contact. No, okay? You make a move. No! All right? It sounds stupid for adults, and it damn sure sounds stupid to ask a child. Now, Mariah Mendez, a Ph.D. and licensed psychotherapist, says babies really can't understand the concept of consent. Duh. <laughs> she goes on to say, oh. consent requires being able to understand a cause and effect relationship that comes with cognitive development. And she says consent is even a little vague for children between the ages of one and two. But by the time children are two years old, they can better process what they do and don't like when they say no. You can absolutely trust they mean it. My response to that is so. Okay, my youngest daughter is two right now. And if I say to her, come on, let's go change your diaper. You know what she says to me most of the time? No. <laughs> but guess what? She don't know any better. So You're I'm going to jail. So I'm supposed to let the urine and feces pile up simply because her cognitive development skills haven't fully developed yet? Deanne, there's only three things to discuss here, okay? And that's A, should you shut up? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. A, should you shut up, okay? Or B, should you shut the F up? Or C, should you shut the F up forever, okay? Please give Deanne Carson the sweet sounds and the Hamiltons, please. So stupid. Yeah, I don't know if it's Monday or this story, but I really hate people right now. Mm. People? Yeah, I just hate people. When I hear stuff like that, it just makes me hate people. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Are you going to ask your kids for consent to change their diapers now, Amy? What's your youngest? Amy would have been in jail a billion times. My youngest is almost two, and no way in hell am I going to ask. Because like you said, as a kid, if I say, come here, let me change your pamper, nine times out of ten, they're like, No. no. <laughs> that's why I don't ask. No. I just grab them and say, okay, exactly. change the pamper. We're the adults, okay? Kids will walk around with urine and feces in their diaper all day long if you let them. Absolutely. So okay. what, what are we asking the people? What do you want to ask the people this morning? Oh, I just want to ask, now that you got this little bit of information, are you going to start asking your kids for consent to change their diapers? I just want to, just want to throw it out there. 
Just throw it up against the wall. You going to throw ish out there and see if it sticks? Yeah, I just want to throw it up against the wall and see if it sticks. All right, we're going to throw the pamper against the wall and see if it sticks. 800-585-1051 if you have a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, are you going to ask the child, hey, do you mind if I change your pamper right now, you know, to get consent? So- yeah, and if you're just joining us, uh, the young the young person, Deanne Carson, says that eye contact and body language is what justifies consent. All right, don't you fall for that one, adult. Right. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Do you ask for consent before you change your pamper? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, Charlamagne gave donkey of the day to who, Charlamagne? Deanne Carson. She's a sexuality expert. Uh, she says that parents should be asking their kids for consent change their diapers. Okay, well, let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. Call us now. Now, I'm not asking not well, let's, play, let's play the clip first. Okay, let's play the clip. I'm going to change your nappy now. Is that okay? Of course, the baby's not going to respond. Yes, Mom, that's awesome. I'd love to have my nappy changed. But if you leave a space and wait for body language and wait to make eye contact, then you're letting that child know that their response matters. Now, I ain't asking no child for consent. If you got an ishy pamper or a pissy pamper, I'm changing it. I'm not, I might, matter of fact, I might, if you're old enough, my daughter's almost two, I make her go get the pamper and the wipes. Well, first of all, my daughter is two. Uh, when she needs her diaper changed, I can be like, yo, come on, let's go change your diaper. She'll say no. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, kids don't know what's best for them, especially when it comes to dirty diapers, all right? Uh, n- number two, no, I'm not asking for consent. And Deanne sounds like somebody who's never had her club shot up. She sounds like somebody who's never changed a diaper. She has no idea what it takes to raise a child. And when you're telling somebody that consent is eye contact and body language, isn't that sending the wrong definition of consent to adults? I can't use that. If a girl's with me and, you know, she, she's, you know, d- d- drunk or uh, something and we're, we're kissing and she made eye contact with me and her body language, I can use that as an excuse to no, have sex with her? You can't should I feel that. awkward now when I'm babysitting and have to change a diaper? Yes. You should feel funny. PC coach is destroying says. the world, man. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Tangel from Dayton, Ohio. What's up, y'all? What's, What's up, up, mama? You got to ask for consent to change your pamper now. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that and save some money on diapers. You know what I'm saying? What? I'm going to uh, let my kid decide. <laughs> True. You're getting more trouble for leaving. I said you're getting more trouble for leaving your kid unattended with a dirty diaper for yeah. A long then you time. get arrested for child neglect. Right. And you're like, no, I was asking for consent. I'll just wait for consent. A professional just said I gotta ask, so that's what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Teach my kid about consent. I don't want nobody touching my kid. They gotta know. It's got. It's up to you if you want somebody to touch you or you know what I'm saying. Now you know if consent is important. Nope. If you want to leave that diaper on? <laughs> you better not. Your kid will be the stinky kid in school. That's cool, man. He gonna know not to, you know, listen to anybody else. He gonna have his own opinions about himself. And when you get arrested for neglect, you gonna learn not to listen to white people. No, my goodness. <laughs> Didi! Hello? Hey, good yes. morning. Now, Didi, you got a two-year-old. Hi, good morning. We're good. You have a two-year-old. Do you ask for consent to change the pamper? Hell no. My two-year-old, she's very advanced, and <laughs> she knows whatever, right? However, I'm not gonna allow a two-year-old to tell me when you need to be changed. That's how it all starts. You're allowing your child to give you consent of stuff that they don't really know about. So I'm not going to wait till my child is damp with, like, pee and poop and then just feel like, okay, it's time to change her pull-ups. If I feel like I have to change it, I'm going to change it. I'm not going to wait until she tells me, Mommy, no, I don't want to be changed. It's opening up a can of disaster, and that's how it all starts. Because now they're going to feel like they have control of you, 
these kids nowadays, they're advanced. They know a lot, and now they're going to feel like, all right, I can tell mommy what to do now, and that's so long. You can't do nothing about it. Okay. Yeah, they're they not too advanced, though, because they don't know how to change their own goddamn diapers. My goodness. All right? That'd be, I wish I, I wish I, you, you know what? Change your own damn diaper then. But you know, <laughs> you know what? That's first, and then you know what's next? Eat these vegetables. No. Yep. Yep. You have to get consent to you eat vegetables? You got to get consent to eat vegetables. got to get consent to make your child eat. 800-585-1051. Are you going to uh, get consent to change your, your baby's pamper? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlamagne gave Donkey the data. Who's Charlamagne? Uh, Deanne Carson. She is a, a sexuality expert who is stupidly suggesting that parents ask their infant children for consent to change their diapers. <sighs> I right, should well, go to line one because well, I Let's hear what some... she said first. Let's hear oh. what she said. Let's play her audio first. I'm going to change your nappy now. Is that okay? Of course, the baby's not going to respond. Yes, mum, that's awesome. I'd love to have my nappy changed. But if you leave a space and wait for body language and wait to make eye contact, then you're letting that child know that their response matters. Now, hello, ma'am. Who's this? What's your name? Janine. Hey, Janine. Now, you agree with this uh, lady says? I don't really agree with it. I think... I'm a little confused. I got to read more up on it. But <laughs> I think what she's trying to convey is that rape victims, it usually occurs within the family. Nine times out of ten, it occurs within the family. And um, if we put it in a child's mind that, you know, this is something you need to ask consent for, maybe the child will get this understanding, okay, well, he's not supposed to be doing this or she's not supposed to be doing this. So it's, it's opening up a lot of communication, maybe. I'm changing a diaper, though. Let me ask you a question. Do you remember ever getting your diaper changed? <laughs> Look at that. Go change your baby right now. Ask that baby for consent right now. Ask him. Say, can I change your diaper? Well, she, well, she's three, so, I mean, that's different. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying she's she's saying, okay, ask my baby for consent. Because, of course, the baby's not going to respond. But we all learn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Learning starts from a young age. Baby, so your I baby say, crying because she said, my mama on the radio sounding stupid this morning. <laughs> oh, my on the radio sounding dumb, agreeing with this crazy-ass white woman. Well, oh, exactly. mom, oh, no. I'm, listen I'm listening to what she has to say. I'm trying to understand. There's no understanding. But all right, mama. I mean, I mean everybody has, you know what I'm saying, ways that they teach their children. Maybe in in white world, that's how she wants to. <laughs> white <laughs> world? What world is that? White no, you're world. absolutely right. It's definitely a white world. Thank boy. you, mama. Thank you, Mama. Have a good day. And all, well, we got to stop too. letting all worlds collide. And white condoms. <laughs> white, white world. White world. Hello? Hello? Hey, you calling from white world? <laughs> Say what? Never mind. We, we, we're talking about changing your baby's pamper, bro. You got you get consent? Uh, what consent is there to get? You know, and uh, to the point, as they get older, it's more damaging, I think, to get ask them about something that is not optional to begin with. And so, like, if they are old enough to say no to something, you don't ask if you're going to change your diaper. I say, let's change your diaper. They can say no and be upset, but we no. started off with, this is what's going to happen. Let me tell you something. Yeah. If, 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 if your yep. kid is old enough to tell you no, they don't want their diaper changed, <laughs> then they probably don't need to be wearing diapers no more. Okay, my daughter is two. You're right. I 100% agree. My daughter's two, agree, and she tells me no all the time, and I say, let's go change your diaper. But I know this much now. I know from now on, if my my wife asked me to change the pamper, I'm going to be like, I, I tried, but she told me no, so yep, you got to do it. She won't give me consent. Maybe <laughs> she'll give you consent. <laughs> yeah, she won't give me consent. You better try. All right, what's the moral of this stupid story? Uh, There is no moral to this story. The moral to this story is Deanne Carson needs to either A, shut up, B, shut the F up, 
or C, shut the F up forever and let those of us with kids change our kids' diapers when they need to be changed. Yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about counseling. Find out what famous siblings had to go to counseling just to deal with the stardom. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's Monday. It is Monday. Mondays suck. This Monday sucks. I'm, I'm just tired. happy to be alive. What? I think it's no, the weather, it's man. Monday. It's incredible, man. I'm happy. We got another nah, week ahead of lie. us for success. I, I think it's the weather. That. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Tina Knowles. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Tina Knoll sat down and talked with Maria Schreiber on Friday to discuss Beyonce and Solange and her parenting skills. And here's what she had to say about dealing with Beyonce's stardom. I had days that I devoted to. On Wednesdays, I took off from work, and that was Solange's day. And she was a lot younger than Beyonce. And it was tough because she was five years older and Beyonce was this little superstar in our in our city. And so I took them to counseling so that very early so that the counselor could help Beyonce be more sensitive to Solange because she couldn't stand her for a minute. You know, when they were little, she was five. She was all in her stuff. She was trying to hang around her and her friends. Talk about vision. Right. Jesus Christ. No, that's great. That's excellent that she had the foresight to say, hey, let me make sure that my youngest is dealing with this okay because it can't be easy for a child. That she had the foresight to name her kids Beyonce and Solange. What are the or- origins of those names? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Never heard of Beyonce or Solange before Beyonce and Solange. All right, now Chance mm-hmm. the Rapper delivered the commencement speech at Dillard University, and he talked about Beyonce in the commencement speech. Here's what he said. All of us have a responsibility to be greater than the people who came before us. We have a responsibility to be not as good as them or live up to their example, but to actually surpass them, even when it seems scary. We have to overcome that fear and be greater than our role models. Beyonce's performance was better than any performance Michael Jackson ever did. That woman, better than Mike. Black woman, better than Mike. I said it. Oh, you know, listen, first of all, Chance panders a lot, but he really thought that was about to get that applause. He probably thought everybody was about to go crazy when he made those (laughs) comments. That's why he came back and he was like, oh, that didn't get him? Let me hit him with this one. A black woman was better than Michael Jackson. Nobody clapped. Nobody applauded. I do agree with Chance, though. Right. But why Beyonce was that, is an inspiration. But why was that necessary to say the commencement speech? He was giving he, an example. He was, well, he was an trying example. to talk about surpassing yeah. those people that you admire. He was talking about a black woman uh, actually being the greatest performer. So So you're saying that the goal should be to be better than those that came before him. Absolutely. Right. That's what he said. And he was correct. shouting out the black women, too, in the audience, clearly. Or well, they wasn't feeling that because they didn't clap for him. All right, now let's talk about Kylie Jenner. There's been all kinds of disrespectful rumors that her bodyguard, Tim Chung, is the person who is Stormy's father, her daughter's father. And he actually had to release a statement denying it. He said, I'm a very private person and would normally never answer to gossip and stories that are so ridiculous that they are laughable out of deep respect for Kylie, Travis, their daughter, to, their daughter together and their families. I would like to set the record straight and say that my interactions with Kylie and her family have been limited in strictly a professional capacity only. There is no story here. And I ask the media no longer include me in any narrative that is incredibly disrespectful to their family. First of all, who knows what Kylie Jenner's security looks like? Like, everybody. He's, he's uh, always and, with her. Oh. Yeah, he's and everybody's there. been posted pictures. Very good looking man, so by like the way. he's like Julius? 
Yeah. I never heard of him. Yeah, Look at him right there. Very good looking guy, too. And so there's, nope. there's been a lot of people posting side by sides with him and the baby and saying that the baby has his features and all of that. So, oh, look, good looking guy. If you have Revolt TV, you can take a look. All right, Drake and the Migos are going to be going on tour together this summer. They're doing a 41-date outing. It all kicks off in Salt Lake City on July 6th. So if you want to see the Aubrey and the Three Amigos tour, uh, make sure you guys go ahead and That's pick That's the up name the- of the tour? Yes. Yep. Aubrey and the three Migos. Now, tickets are going on sale on May 18th. So I thought the Migos were doing their own tour. I thought QC was doing their own tour with all their artists. Migos, Yachty, Baby. Maybe this is happening. This starts July 6th. So maybe it's before that. that, Who knows? After that. But um, And if you have an Amex card, you get early access starting on Tuesday, tomorrow. Aubrey and the three Amigos? Yes. That sounds like a horrible boy band name. Maybe that's the point. Aubrey and the three Amigos? Because they did the video like that. Maybe that is the point. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in right now, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.